0: this is the comics vault podcast let's crack open the vault so i'm ready hello and welcome to the comics vault podcast episode number 10 This episode is sponsored by, but not actually sponsored by, the PA Renaissance Fair, where you can travel back to the medieval times and see knights, kings, and queens jousting and adventurers, and also try the local cuisine there. Uh, I've been half procrastinating and half busy the past couple weeks, plus I've been sick. So I haven't been able to uh, sit down and record, but uh, here we are today. Um, So we'll see if we can get to this without me coughing too much. Uh, the PA Fair isn't actually a sponsored by us, um, but my wife and son and I went there on uh, Labor Day uh, last week, and it was just so much fun. I had to throw a plug in there for them. Um, there's, some, there's some downsides to it, but for the most part, it's fun, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, so we'll get into uh, this week's comics first, or the comics that were released this past Wednesday. Um as always, make sure you get in there as soon as possible if they're not in your pool list so you don't miss anything. Um, Superior Spider-Man number 10. It looks like a reorder of number 9. Absolute Carnage Scream number 2. Absolute Carnage Symbiote Spider-Man number 1. Alpha Flight True North number 1. Amazing Spider-Man Going Big number 1. Batman number 181. Batman 5-Minute Story Collections. Batman, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, number 5. Batman vs. Ra's al Ghul, number 1. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, number 8. Champions, number 9. Conan the Barbarian, number 9. Dark Red, number 6. Deceased, A Good Day to Die, number 1. Deathstroke, 47. Descendant, number 5. Doom Patrol, Way to the Worlds, number 3. Doomsday Clock, number 11. Dreaming, number 13. Fantastic Four, number 14. Goon number 6, Green Lantern number 11, Harley Quinn number 65, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy number 1, House of X number 4 of 6, Immortal Hulk number 23, Justice League number 31, Legion of Superheroes Millennium number 1, Marvel Action Spider Man number 8, Old Man Quill number 9, Punisher number 15, Savage Avengers number 5. Something is Killing Children, number one. Spawn, number 300, that's a big one that come out. Uh, there is, looks like about 100 different covers for that by um, Todd McFarlane. He is, you know, he's. I saw he was super excited this week about this releasing. Which is kind of ironic because I believe he did the cover for Spider-Man, number 300 as well. Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, I have to go back and look. Uh, Spider-Man number one, party invite postcards. Spider-Woman number one. Star Wars number 71. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order Dark Temple number one. Supergirl number 33. Superman Up in the Sky number three. True Believers Hulk Intelligent Hulk number one. Turek number five. Vigilant Legacy. And Web of Black Black Widow number one of five. Excuse me. Um, so that is the comic books coming out this week. As always, like I said, if you don't have them on your pool list, make sure you get in there, you know, early enough to be able to get them before they leave. Um, but a little more about the PA Ren Fair um, before we get into some nerdy news, because there's, uh, I mean, there's not a whole lot, but a, a decent amount of, of a couple things to talk about. Um, the PA Ren Fair is right off the Turnpike in uh, Mount Hope, Pennsylvania. Um there's a lot to do there. When you go in, there's a couple wineries, you know, if you're of age. Um, there's some fountains, just some cool sites. And then you walk in and you see some food vendors, which the food there is fantastic. It's everything. I'd say everything's a little pricey um, when it comes to, like, food and the shops and whatnot. But um, most of the stuff there is all handmade. That's why with the vendors. Um, but there is uh, there's jousting. There's comedy acts. There's uh, games to play. Um, with the jousting, uh, I'll warn you, uh, if you're not one for like a lot of dialogue and stuff, I'd wait to go after it started. It took about 40 minutes to actually get to the jousting while they were talking, which was kind of a bummer. Plus, in that area, they some they try to say there's designated smoking areas, but they don't enforce it. So we had to move my wife and my 10-month-old son three times, which is, to me, a bit ridiculous. I shouldn't have to, you know, move my son for people that want to smoke in public areas. You know, I shouldn't have to put my son through that. But, you know, that's, that's on them. They'll have to figure that out. But uh, no matter where you go, you know, people are smoking, but once you get out of the arenas and places that, you know, more crowded areas, it's not as bad. But um, but other than that, it was it was a blast. There's a lot to do: vendors, shows. There's actually there was a mermaid there, um, which my son absolutely loved. He he was giggling the whole time. It's 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 a girl that's in a mermaid suit in this tank that you know she picks up little shells for kids. They buy it to make necklaces, so they you know get a necklace from a mermaid. It's pretty cool. Um, it's like rock, walking around a real D and D setting with traders, merchants, food and drink, and uh. Speaking of D and D, if I can bring it up here, as of Tuesday, September third, they released a uh, Essentials Kit. Um, which, obviously, you can buy some D and D stuff like you you can buy your Player's Handbook, uh, the Starter Kit, you know, character sheets, but. Um, they had a, a small release at Target, and now they're finally doing a, a wide release, which uh, hit September third, and you can eat it on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, or most game stores. Um, it was re- released back in July, just exclusive to Target, which you know I've never seen it there because they said that they sold out pretty quick. Um, but now you can get get them on Amazon and most game stores. Uh, it includes what most D&D groups need to start its first campaign with an introductory rulebook, a DM screen, a set of 11 dice, uh, a set of cards for things players need to keep track of, initiative, magic items, etc. Um, a brand new adventure, Dragon of Ice Spire Icepire Peak. Um, I've never heard that story. Um, let's see, where is the price? Uh, it was set at $24.99. Um, but right now Barnes and Nobles and Amazon is having a sale where you can get it for seventeen forty nine. So if you want to get into D and D, I suggest getting on Amazon and get this essential kit for, you know, you and the group you want to start and uh get into it. It's a lot of fun. Um And along with that line of uh, you know, mythical mythical creatures and um d and d settings there's a new show on Amazon Prime that my wife and I started watching, uh, and I saw that Travis, the owner of the uh, Green Bean coffee shop, has watched it too. It's called Carnival Row um I, I gotta say it's really good. We just finished it yesterday, and the story is is magnificent. Um, it starts off pretty slow, and just to warn you, it's obviously it's an Amazon prime, and for some reason they like to add a lot of sex scenes into there, you know shows <laughs> but uh, just just as a warning but the story is really good it um is based off of it's not really based it's a, it's an original story it's a story of a, a um, fairy freedom fighter who is what is her name one second here her name the character's name is vignette who is played by she' cara Delavine. i i don't know who she is um, I've never heard of her before this but she's she plays a really good fairy and then there is a uh police officer or well he's a uh, inspector who is um, played by orlando bloom and his character's name is they call him Philo uh i can't remember what the guy's name is but it's a Victorian-ass ghetto for fancy creatures um, type show, and they're trying to find this thing that keeps killing fairies. Um, I don't want to get too much into it and, you know, spoil everything for you guys, but uh, it's it's a really good show. I'd, I'd suggest getting into it. Um, so you'll just have to watch it yourself to learn more. Um, but now into... Uh, some comic book news. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, the biggest thing I, I can we uh, we can talk about is it's been going on for a few months now. The big stink in Marvel Comics and Disney and, and Sony, um, the split with the MCU and Spider Man. Um, Sony has decided to back off the table and take Spider Man with them and not negotiate. Disney threw out an offer. Sony said, no, we're not taking that. And instead of, in my opinion, instead of being mature and going back and forth like real businessmen, they're like, no, we're done. That's too much. We're out. And that's what they did. But there was... But the past couple weeks, there's been talks of there might be a deal because there's been a a lot of backlash by fans. Nobody wants to see Spider-Man in the hands of Sony anymore. We don't. Especially as a big Spider-Man fan as I am, I don't want to see it. Granted, the... uh, into the Spider-Verse was a really good movie, but I think that's what they should stick to—just animated movies, and that's it. We've seen what they did with the last two Spider-Man movies, and they were atrocious. We see what they did with the last thir- the third Spider-Man movie of the Sam Raimi trilogy; it was bad. They just—they don't know what they're doing. At least, in my opinion, you could say I'm wrong, but I gotta say that. Like when it goes back, Andrew Garfield was the worst Peter Parker we have had ever. That's that. I wouldn't even say it's opinion as a fact. Andrew Garfield was terrible. Spider-Man was a bit witty, but when it boils down, you have to be able to do both. Tobey Maguire was able to get the great Peter Parker, and, you know, it wasn't a terrible Spider-Man, but it wasn't the best. But you factor in, like, kind of a... Uh, it, it levels out that, you know, Tobey Maguire is, is on a much higher plane than Andrew Garfield. That's not even opinion. That's fact. I, I'm going to throw that out right there. That's fact. Um, but anyway, there have been talks that... Sony and Disney were supposed to get back together and talk about a deal. And it's been going on for about a week or two because of the backlash. Sony saw that nobody likes this idea. Um, So they've been talking about it. Well, Sony has just come out, I believe, as of Friday and said that there's no deal. Sony's done, you know, moving forward, Spider-Man staying with Sony. So all we can do now is... Sit and wait and see what Sony does to destroy Spider-Man. I'm, I'm going to think they're going to, if they redo the origin story, we know where Sony's going and it's going to be a big crap show. Um, they're going to kill Uncle Ben for a third time. They might as well have Peter do it this time, you know, just to save time. But uh, either way, we're, we'll just have to sit and wait and see what happens. Um, I mean, for me, Sony could do a good job, but um, I don't see it happening. For (coughs) what I think should happen in the series is now that Sony has him, I think they should skip years because with the whole Disney and Sony uh, merger, there was supposed to be seven more films and it was supposed to be one more high school, three in college, and three as an adult. I think with the idea of what they're doing now, they should skip the high school years, skip the college years and go to him being an adult, or maybe just do the last year of college. Um, With that being said, I feel like now without the Avengers, he can be less of a Tony Stark fanboy and more Spider-Man. And I'm hoping that, not that I don't like Zendaya's character, but either her or some other love interest dies because of his tech, and he realizes, oh, I don't need this tech to be a hero. I did it beforehand. I can do it now. And he just goes back to maybe upgraded web shooters and just the plain web-slinging, crime-fighting Spidey we know and not this all these gadgets, and relies on, you know, a giant grant from Tony Stark, and this and that, but that's, that's, you know, how I'd want it to go, like I said, we'll just have to see, and see what happens, um, the, uh, Joker movie is, sets release soon, um, with, I, I w- w- Walken Phoenix, that is, I don't know how to pronounce his name, I don't know who the guy is, never heard of him beforehand, the first trailer I saw, I thought it looked like garbage, it looks too artsy fartsy for me. Um, I'm not one with all this. When it usually it's that type of movie. There's too much pushed art instead of storyline. And for a Joker, we need story. I mean, the uh, I wouldn't. There's no canon origin story for the Joker, but what everybody kind of looks back to is the Killing Joke, um, and this is nothing like that there's no batman there's no um wife there's no kid it's just this crazy guy who was a comedian which that's true he was a comedian and now he just wants chaos because people don't like him as a comedian um i think the biggest thing for me is the makeup the makeup looks horrible you could you could turn this into a, fan, a fiction movie without the title Joker, and it would still be the same thing. I think the only reason people were excited for this is because it's DC and it has the title Joker. I, whether you add the Joker on that or not, there's no difference of this being a comic book-style movie. In that, I mean, if they would make the exact same movie without the title Joker with some other title I don't know called The Comedian where he does the same thing you know it there would be no difference in the storyline there would be no difference in the uh, company that produces it it's not a Joker movie It's, it's just not now granted I think if they would redo the makeup and add a couple things from the comic books then I think it would be really good but they're not doing that. The director said, "Don't worry, it's gonna be rebooted a hundred times." You know that I, I feel like what's the point of making the movie if you don't if you know it's gonna be redone, and it has nothing to do with the comic books. I mean, as a comic book fan, we want a movie that is based off the comic books. That's the same thing being said with the you know Robert Pattinson Batman. Uh, for me, for some reason, I, I feel like. It, not that he's growing on me, but the more I see of him, he's bulking up, and I don't know, it it seems like the Batman, the Batman might be, I would say it's probably gonna be better than the Joker, but you know, we'll, like I said, there's a lot of stuff we'll have to see, um, the new It Chapter 2 just released, no, enough, no idea about that movie at all, I'd try to keep out of the dark with that, I want to watch it, um, but yeah, there's not a whole lot of other nerdy talk this, this week, um, we got some cool things coming up. Uh, there's two interviews I want to do, if I if I can get a hold of them, um, I'll let you guys know about that next week because I might do it next weekend. Um, but you know, stay tuned for more stuff. We'll try to have I'll try to do this more regularly. It's just you know I've been hectic, sick, and you know busy, but uh, we'll uh, we'll keep it rolling. Get some more episodes out. Hopefully Neil and I can get together soon. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook under PA Nerd Cosplay, or go to my website, PA Nerd Cosplay.com. And you can find Neil on Facebook and Instagram under The Comics Vault Altuna, or go to his website, The Comics Vault Altoona.com. Don't forget to check out our other podcasts on the same RSS feed, The Commander's Vault, a Magic the Gathering podcast. If you want to catch Neil in his natural habitat, come on down to the Comics Vault on the corner of 12th Street and 12th Avenue in downtown Altoona. Until we crack open the vault again, see ya.